must have did this beat. Thank you guys for joining the Q Chat on the go. This one, this episode, I already know it's going to be one of my favorites because we got the two Qs in the house, okay? The two of us. <laughs> I got the vitamin Q. I'm so excited. Everybody in the 504, if you don't know them, you better know them. So I got the vitamin Q with me and we're going to chat it up. So how are you doing today? I'm, I'm amazing and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for um, hanging, um, hanging out with me on this. I was so happy to get your call. I'm excited. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, it's the kids we connected. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, this show is meant I, for I, you. I'm a, lot, I'm a lot more shy than people think that I am. So I'm usually like, like if you see me in your notifications that I'm going straight down, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm definitely a fan. And mm -hmm. then people are like, oh, well, how do I approach Q? And I'm just like, I'm figuring out how to approach you. So right. yeah, let's, let's get it done. So, I hope that we talk very, very often because you were one of my No, when, you were, when, <laughs> when we linked up, I was like, oh my God. I was like, he responded to me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like you have no idea. I inboxed him to my friends. I was like, I said the vitamin Qs and he, he replied to me. <laughs> I'm getting like a million notifications, but I'm like, no way, she's interesting because I always go to a page first. And I'm like, yours is just like, oh my God, it's a, a happy place. And not many pages can bring me to a happy place. I'm, a, I'm like the great. I try. <laughs> Believe me, I try. So we chatted before this okay. on what we were talking about. And yeah. like I said, I think the one of the best topics that we can start off with is the whole infamous twerking video. They had that, that owner, he stepped out of his character. He did. He, <laughs> you know, but we'll pull each other out of each other's characters. Right, you know? right. That's where I'll bring it to. I'm like, you know, I said on my live that I did the other day, thank you so much for viewing, by the way, that, mm -hmm. you know, it's both of us. Like, yeah, he said it wrong. They approached it wrong. They reacted to it wrong. He reacted to it wrong. It's like, it's all wrongs because nobody has any right in them. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the way I thought. I felt really torn because I was yeah. like, if I was on his end, how would I feel about people, you know, the JJ and oh, it all over the wall? Like, yeah. I, you know. I would have mixed feelings, but then I'm like, you know, on the flip side of the girls, I was like, you know, I've been in restaurants pre-COVID where people are out <laughs> having fun and sometimes you're like, ah, they're a little too loud. Yeah. And, you, know, you know, so I saw both it, ends of it. I saw, you know, even, but with the girls is, you know, like they were more wrong. With the guy is if he would have just made his approach better, but like I always say, setting the tone is what it is. And hey, you know, they showed that twerking, um, twerking brunch that they had at uh, Sugar Shack. Mm -hmm. And um, in Atlanta, and I was just like, hey, if that's what they want to promote, then yeah, let them have that. You know, they're going to be the one refunding furniture and, you know, recooking <laughs> re food because it's getting cold because your um, servers are on the floor twerking. Right. But if he's saying, hey, but on the flip side, don't play twerk music, you know? Right, right. I'm like, there's some, that beat is going to get somebody up out of their chair. You know, like somebody's <laughs> not going to be able to resist. And I'm not going to be able to be mad at them. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree with you when I saw in your video that you said, hey, it's the DJ's fault. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All his the fault. DJ turned it up. All on him. All on him. You know, like, you know what, if you're at a brunch and if the guy, and then he had to even tell him, hey, please turn it down while I tell these women not to twerk. <laughs> yeah, that's the part that I was like, is the DJ just trying to instigate the whole thing? It's like, he can't even tell them to be quiet because the DJ was still acting. <laughs> it's a decorum issue, though. It's really right. a decor, like, you know, and I think that, you know, we have a tendency to be so super comfortable with each other. Like, you know, like right. when it's an all black environment, it just takes on a complete, like we feel like we're home with our cousins sometimes. And mm -hmm. um, it can get, a, you know, it can get a little hectic, you right, know, and right. we should be that comfortable around each other, but not that comfortable. I think we kind of, we're crossing lines right now. Twerking right. isn't the end, isn't our identity. Right. And I would like to find, I don't know, like I made you laugh one time when we were talking about the uh, <laughs> the Gucci thing. And I said, oh, they had me, I was on Wikipedia, like what the hell? So <laughs> I, I need to Wikipedia the origin of twerking. Like when is well, it? You know, it's <laughs> here in New Orleans. You know that. Right. But it's like okay. twerking has just become like the national, you know, the national <laughs> thing now. <laughs> well, you know, you, you know, um, when Big Frida hooked up with Molly Cyrus, that's when it oh, went yeah. national with like all of the white girls learning how to twerk. And that's why right. it's now this cancer on our society, because when you when you don't introduce somebody to something right, then mm -hmm. they can, you know, it was like being back in college, whenever we started smoking weed or something like that, it was some, mm -hmm. you know, little sheltered person's first time smoking. We'd always be like, we're responsible for you now. So, you know, like at the end of the semester, we're not going to be having you dropping out of school and stuff like that. That's on our conscience. So it's right. the same way we're twerking. We didn't release this to the country, right? And we're paying. Man, it was ours. It was our responsibility to, re right. to release it the right way. And Molly Cyrus was not the way. No, she was not. Okay. <laughs> and it was different. Like you said, when we, you know, we would know, okay, Frida has it. It's, it's ours. You know, I'm it starting to ours. feel like, can we have anything? Can we keep anything viable for it? Well, you know, we can't because in, in, oh God, I don't want to say this because everybody get mad at me, but I love all the blogs. I don't know why, you know, I, I'm not in shady competitions with nobody, but mm -hmm. I will say that a lot of people rely very heavily on exploiting new orleans as a brand you yeah. know and i'm like when you want to use giving away everything that makes new orleans gives it its mystique and all of that kind of stuff when you want to just sell that so that you can be the only person on you know good morning america or something like that then it just cheapens the brand and oh, every, yeah. now everybody can be from new orleans now you got people out in houston and dallas and stuff like that twerking and imitating our accents and you know calling each other woody and baby and you know they, they have bigger New Orleans parties in Atlanta than they do here in New Orleans. True. That you know, is our true. rappers have their birthday parties in Atlanta, not in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So right. you know, that's where we're at with that. So we give it away. New Orleans, too bad we can't just copyright the whole city. Like, <laughs> everything is stolen from New Orleans. <laughs> everything is stolen. We should have copyrighted gumbo. We should have copyrighted our second lines. You now you got you know just any white person who's conducting a tour can give a second line wedding um, at any time of the day. You know, and it, that was our right. culture and our heritage. Just as much as like when you see um, Native Americans say "Don't wear feathers" and things like that, that's like we earn those feathers. Mm -hmm. It's the same way. You know, you, right. you can't give it away. But the twerking right. thing, you know, we weren't twerking at good zulu brunches zulu ball brunches mm -hmm. those were jazz brunches actually right so, right you know 
I see it as, look, I'm not being sexist. I love to see a good twerk. I get hypnotized <laughs> by it and I'm not even sexually attracted to women. I just think mm-hmm. that it's, you know, it's amazing. Right. It's fascinating. But there's also a part of it that can, something can turn from sensual and good to lewd. Yeah. You know, in the blink of an eye, if you don't have the right sophistication with it. And right. I, I just don't like to see women lose their sophistication in anything that they do. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree because I saw some of the clips and it was like, okay, this is, I get what you're saying. It was yeah. a bit more than just, hey, we just acting out. Because, I mean, we've all done it. We've gone out yeah. with our friends and we got yeah. a little buck. But that was a little different. So, like, you know, so once I saw that part, I was like, okay, I can get both sides of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, I just felt bad for, um, you know, poor brother. Because I know he stepped out of his character. You could tell. <laughs> he didn't you know. know what had hit him. <laughs> He had never seen a twerk like that. But he also didn't deserve (laughs) to be called dragged through the internet streets like that as well. Like, you know, I, you know, I want to talk about this other thing where we just pull out a phone and just record each other at our worst. And we're the ones putting it out there. It was all in that restaurant. So, you know, like we're always talking about, oh, they're always making us look bad. I'm just like, no, we'd be getting it out there where we could have handled that in, you know, in-house between ourselves. Why try to ruin his business? you know, because right. of a simple disagreement. That's where I right. get a little, like, come on, y'all, let's pull it back a little bit. It's call right. out culture is getting to be a little bit more exploitive and superficial than self-right, than righteous, you know? Right, it is. The cell phone is like our biggest enemy, basically, because everything's getting caught on camera. And the thing about it, can you imagine having one of your worst moments being filmed? We're not perfect. We've all had terrible meltdowns at moments. Can you imagine if, like, you turned on the internet hours later and it's like, and oh it's my just God. right there? Like, I mean, I can definitely imagine. You know, I've, I've, you know, I've definitely made my faux pas on the internet and stuff like that, and did mm-hmm. things and said things that I wish that I never would have said. But um, not as bad as like getting caught out there in the public and it just somebody just happened to be seeing it and presenting it without context you know Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. that's something that you know actually it's a real anxiety you know um, it'll bring around social anxieties whenever I go people when you're hyper aware of who has their camera out are they looking at you are they pointing it at you you know who don't who don't you like and you got to make sure that they're not walking towards you with their friend following behind them with the camera and they're about to approach you know it's all those types Mm -hmm. of things and and we should be more if we're comfortable, if we should be comfortable enough to twerk, we should be comfortable enough that you're not going to record me at my worst as well. But, That's true. You know, it's like we I, have I the it. social paparazzi now, you know, it's yeah. like now everyone's a celebrity technically and everyone's pulling out the camera trying to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm a nobody, please. You know, you're right. not going <laughs> right like please do not pull out the camera and catch me and dollar general being upset that they taking too long in the line because i'll be totally (laughs) just ruin my whole life (laughs) and my mom just Just shame the family name over a bad faux pas Yeah, make me start tearing up crying. <laughs> and that's how I feel about that's why I'm I'm very much against cancel culture. I was actually yeah, 
you know, I, I really speak against it because, I, you know, and more so with the Black people, because I feel like it's oh, very yeah. hypocritical because I'm like, they only let y'all cancel each other. And when it's time yeah. to cancel one of them, they forgive each other real quick for anything. That's true. It you is know, true. But we ruin each other's careers, reputations. Oh, we yeah. each other held back from reaching our full potential because we didn't like what each other said on the internet. That gets right. really to me, you know? Right. And we all, you know, like I said, we're all human. I mean, I'm sure there's things I probably said 10 years ago that I wouldn't say now, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. that's and just natural. Still, depending on the demographic, you know, they leave you trapped in that mm -hmm. one quote for the rest of your life. It's not right. fair at all. And, um, and I like, really want, going forward, I want to promote a culture of, you know, forgiveness. Like, you yeah. know what? If you were toxic last year, you know, I'm gonna give you a fresh start, especially right. if, I'm, uh, after tw if I make it out of 2020. <laughs> it's a shame we gotta say that if we make it. <laughs> I like the old people saying, "God say the same." Because <laughs> I mean, hey, we don't even know if next week is guaranteed. You know? The only thing that I can do to ensure that is stay at home. You know, right? When I do, I'm like everybody gets a fresh start with me. You know, right. like let's let's bygones be bygones i think that right. we've all grown so much i'm not even the same person i was back in march so um let alone 2017 i know i'm not and that's the thing it's like the and i it's funny that you mentioned that because i have a past <laughs> episode on cancel culture because i'm okay. like i still have to i've gotten into like arguments with people over oprah because oh well, she's canceled i'm like I can't cancel Oprah. Like I grew I'm, up on Oprah. I'm not canceling these people anymore. I'm like, we people. gonna cancel her over the most minor things. You know, so I've gotten into it. Not only canceling celebrities, but canceling the people in your life. You know, mm -hmm. canceling your friends because they disagree with this ideology. I'm like, you know what? If we didn't have social media, we, me and you would have never talked about that. I know right. we would. Because right. I knew you 10 years before social media and I never knew you had your thought, any of what you thought. And I didn't right. care. You know, right. and I loved you in spite of it. And I don't want to, I don't want to stop loving people anymore because of what they say on the internet. I don't care. Right. Because you I know? feel everyone's entitled to growth. And that's the flip side, the adverse reaction to the whole cancel culture. It's like, yeah. okay, a person can't grow from something dumb yeah. that they thought, you know, maybe five years ago or last month, you know, people can change their minds. <laughs> For me, it's the hypocrisy. Like you're not mm -hmm. going to stream almost 2 billion hours of, and be a young thug and then come on here and tell some suburban kid who was being snarky that he's canceled and destroy his life and have him trending because y'all disagreed about something it's just not yeah. fair right, you know? right. Like, and we're right now we're promoting some really toxic images um mm -hmm. of the culture some of the worst oh, that yeah. i've ever seen mm -hmm. so it's just really kind of weird to see the tone policing going on and what's ignored and what's overly um scrutinized Right. One mm -hmm. of the prime examples, like, I just started watching The Real Housewives of Potomac. I know that's been, like, a, a huge thing. So when I heard about this infamous fight last year, I was like, well, you know what? It's obviously COVID season. I'm bored. I'll binge because I, I never watched it. So I was like, I'll yeah. catch up. So I literally watched all the seasons leading up okay. to the current one, right? Okay. And I'm sitting there, like, just, and, like, we discussed this off camera, just, you know, yeah. some of the hope that YouTube environment. Yeah. So some yeah. of the recaps that I watch and just looking at some of the yeah. comments, it's so ugly. It's like on a whole different level over this fight. And I'm like, damn, like this is getting real sick. 
it's, it's like it gets really really sick i'm like we should not be just emo like it, it it gets demonic like i feel like you're, yeah. you know and, and you know i've always been kind of a tech kid even before social media i was always into chat rooms and blogs and stuff like that mm -hmm. and there's been, definitely been a dark web that you don't like to travel to but yeah. that was in the corners you know yeah. now the dark web is right there in your face you know oh, yeah. people don't hide these emotions and there's all there's this frenzy or this encouragement of it because they feel like you know oh this is it's funny and it's a joke but i'm just like mm -hmm. you're, it's not a joke it's you know you could have a blank canvas and you can mm -hmm. say hey i want to paint something ugly as a joke or i want to paint something beautiful right. whatever you paint is still going to be hanging up on that wall and mm -hmm. when people come and see it they're not going to know that you painted it ugly as a joke they're going to say right. oh this person is very dark and this is what was inside of them mm -hmm. you know so you just and it, it's okay if you wanted to have a little mood and a little angst and but we there's zero responsibility going on so oh, yeah you know? there's a huge ugliness now and it's just yeah. to the point even like when i'll look at like certain celebrities pages and i'll see like someone trolling a celebrity and it's like what's the point you know like what is the point in getting on a celebrity's page and saying something ugly and then god forbid there's the times where the celebrity will actually they'll have some time today i used to like watch a show and while i'm watching it because i'm watching it alone i'll be tweeting the mm -hmm. if it's reality i'll be i'm like how could you do this and stuff like that watching it along yeah. and then i was like you know what and um i remember it was, it was like nini or somebody like that there was no it was kendra she was so mad at what i said and i was like oh you know what <laughs> I, was like, I don't like you okay but right i really should not have said that i was like i feel mm -hmm. bad about it and, I, and you know in other people i've always accidentally hurt people's feelings because i'm just mm -hmm. like if i critique something and somebody's part of the group where they feel like they're being blamed you know they'll be like oh you you know you hate us and i'm like i don't hate anybody you know right right <laughs> i was like none of this like that's not real this is not real life you know exactly it's not real life at all it's just but i don't know kind of so carried away. <laughs> Right, the whole internet thing, and I, I don't know, maybe now too, I would say people have more time since COVID, but to be honest, they were ugly yes, prior right. to. They were like, <laughs> right, they may have a, a few extra minutes to be ugly, but this isn't because of COVID. They always, <laughs> they always made time. <laughs> right, right, so I can't even blame the Rona on this not, <laughs> You want to, you know, it was just bound to happen. You know, because I can't even really blame Trump because because I yeah. saw a lot of seeds to this with it and when social media really popped under Obama and it was mm -hmm. under that time that we were all just doing a lot of tone policing and a lot of ooh, I can yeah. finally tell you I hate you and I can finally tell you I hate you. <laughs> right, right, right. We can get just, away with it. <laughs> and it just grew into these balls. And that's why you know things are so extreme now that's why you have a you can go into a restaurant and see a whole bunch of women um twerking on the table and mm -hmm. we're supposed to be that's supposed to be normal now and right. for our generation where that wasn't normal you know like people are like there's this generational gap i was like there's more than a damn generational <laughs> gap it's a, it's a right. dimensional gap right now oh, yeah like, pretty much like I, we can't even relate like our whole code of ethics is different from them i don't know oh yeah but you've got kids sure. their age like how do y'all how do you balance how you grew up between how they're growing up 
Well, the thing about my kids, they're pretty corny. So oh. no point. <laughs> but I mean, I guess because I guess I'm kind of in that balance where I could see, you know, yeah. both ends. I don't consider myself like a super young mom, but I'm not like yeah. that big of a like, because when I was coming up, like my parents, it was like a huge generational gap you know now with mine I don't consider it that huge of a gap to the point where I don't get it and a lot of times I'm just like you know what are you guys talking about what yeah you know because my mother and has gone down during the pandemic they could probably like burn down the house I'm like you know whatever like I'm just trying to stay alive (laughs) I don't have time to parent them until like maybe 2021 I couldn't imagine being a parent and you know what? And we, I guess what I'm trying to say is the last, like, I'm trying to stay alive. So like right. looking, looking at a, a, women, a, a room full of women twerking with no mask on on top of the table, right. it's weird for me. Like nobody cares about trying to stay alive no more. Right. So I'm like, if we're supposed to social distance, I can't imagine, you know, the JJ aura just being twerked like that around. Mist, that mist is real. That twerk wind. <laughs> <laughs> like don't get me near the twerk win now see i probably would have went off simply because of the twerk win like sis if you can't sneeze near me i don't want your twerk win either look it has a smell <laughs> and i'm not saying it's a bad smell i'm not right. like, i am not talking about please don't put that out there to invite me anything about a high can you imagine <laughs> Can you imagine? Let's look. Can you like let's put ourselves in that scenario? I just for a going second. back to my high school cafeteria dance. Okay. Just, like imagine. Like, let's put us in that scenario. I'm, I'm talking about like they used to get worked up there. You know, like right. Like, you know, DJ Drew. Shout out to DJ Drew five hundred four. But you know, like he's once they you know like they would really get it going. Everybody's bent over, and I would. It, it smelled way different than when it started. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, people sweat, you know, I mean, let's be real. Exactly. You're drinking. Yeah. They're drinking fish bowls and and endless daiquiris. So I think think we've hashed it out. I think, you know, this really separated the community. I'm going to tell you that. I, you know, the twerk when, cause when I was, when I watched your video and I saw somebody, I think she was a nurse and she was like, you know, I've only been out the house eating three times and it's the twerk win and when she said the twerk when I was like yeah the twerk win I would have I would have I told y'all I told y'all at the start of the quarantine because remember when they were still under that bridge I said corona is in that twerk win and right after that we had a second wave I said you can see it you know it's like have you ever flown into a really smoggy city yes 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 and it's just because the air is gross it's you can see that layer of film right there, and that's how it, that's what it is. So, you know, we're not done with Corona. You know, no. I mean, and you know, you've seen that where rappers get killed. I'm like, you know, I just keep saying if it was all quarantine, you know, we'd be surviving out here. Oh yeah, yeah. but we're not. No. You know? And and to segue into this, just. <laughs> I'm still not understanding people that are not taking the Rona seriously. I'm scared as F. I don't know about you, but like every little thing I do, I, I think at least seven times this year, I thought I, I contracted the coronavirus. Like one little sneeze, I, I'm like, oh, oh my God, I, I got it. You know, so how are people comfortable twerking and maskless and just living it I up? Did, like I convinced myself that I was dying at one time. It was, it was really, it, it, like when it first came on, it was really bad. 
Like when yeah. it, like I like I thought we were I, I was gonna be dead within like a week or two. Remember yeah. when we when we were starting when we saw the people in Italy and then mm -hmm. it was like right after we saw them, they were like multiple cases in New Orleans. I was like, oh my yes. god. Yes. And then when they said that it was at Mardi Gras, I was like, oh my god. I was it's all of us. <laughs> we all have it. <laughs> I was in New Orleans too around that time and I was like oh my god <laughs> like that's it I'm dying like seriously because and, I, and I, I it was like the set the five stages of grief with the coronavirus because like when they were saying it was in other places it was like okay and then I never forget when the two cases happened in New Orleans and one of my friends inboxed me she was like girl I was like girl She's like, girls, like, oh my God, <laughs> like it's here. You know, that it was a whole different level. And I no. started, I was such a hypochondriac. Me I too. think I had That's wheeled myself me. into a fever one night. Like I yeah. was like, I, I was, I have asthma already. So that already had me extra nervous. I was mm -hmm. old in on the inhaler. Cause I was like, well, if it hits the lungs, I'm gonna just puff on my inhaler all day. You know, <laughs> and then like one night somatic. I had a fever. And I was like, oh my God, it's finally here. I finally have it. <laughs> it was like a 99 or a 100, but I was I, like, oh my God, I have it. I told my mom that I was, was going to go, just go park in my car somewhere and die. I was like, I'm not going to, I told her I'm not going to die in the house. And, right. and I was going to give her a chance. So it was, you know, it was real, but you know, even I only just got start loosening those things. I actually traveled, but when I traveled, it was very strict conditions and I went somewhere mm -hmm. very isolated. And, um, but I haven't been eating out or anything like that. And I'm just like, yeah. eating out and dancing on the tables with no mask yeah. on. I'm like, but that's Atlanta. You know, I'm in New Orleans right. and it really did hit ground zero here. So oh, there's yeah. just a lot, I'm, you know, but even with the quarantine thing, even, if, you know, like, let's say that this was outside of quarantine, but with the quarantine, it should have made it like, hey, it's not social distancing. It's not, you know, yeah. like, are we in formation for the times that we're in? Like, look right. at, I, I really, I think about it like this. I'm like, you know, what's there to twerk about right now? Mm -hmm. True. Like, my mood is not so amped up right mm -hmm. now that I want to dance on the tables when I go out yeah a lot of people right. are mourning so many people lost loved ones this year so many yeah. people lost jobs even the people if you're doing well the people around you you, you know it's been everybody's been touched by it i just feel oh, like yeah. you know we could really start showing a little bit more maturity mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and, and more re reverence for the times that right. we're in right now right because it sounds corny but we really are in this together because we are yeah. literally all in the same position and i think that's yeah. why like a lot of people felt like they were bonding in a sense because it's like this is a situation where it wasn't about whether you were rich poor celebrity but like, we're all fighting for our lives literally like it's a scary yeah. time yeah but it's extremely scary but i guess we're past that now <laughs> I think some people, and I'm not defending any of it, but I think some yeah. people are just mentally fed up. So they're just thinking, oh, I'm yeah. just going to go do whatever. And that's yeah. dangerous, you know? But I, <laughs> I, I mean, get that as well. Yeah. I get that as well. Um, but there's nothing to do. Right, right. You know, because right. that party thing, that's that's just a, that's a super spreader. You know, the, look at the people that came down here and had a swinger convention. Yeah. <laughs> That really boggled my mind that they still had that. Like, I knew New Orleans had that, but I was like, why did they continue to have this during the pandemic? Like, are you kidding me? And I just, 
I, I'm kind of speechless about that. It's just like, it's suicide. Like, like, what do you say? People went to a, a sex party in a pandemic and now 40 people have it. And, you know, what do you say to that? Right. Be careful the COVID, y'all. It's real. Okay, yeah, I'll stay away from sex parties. It's like, you know, like, so that's what, you know, I'm going to be honest. That's where I kind of stopped being as hypochondric as I was because I realized yeah. that these people aren't just catching it by touching something that somebody else has touched. They're at sex parties. They're twerking yeah. on the bridge, you know. They're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, they're inhaling twerk wind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little different, you know. <laughs> you know, I even saw like a, a phone party. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, it's that it's those kind of things, you know. And the but funny I, thing when I read the story about it, someone associated with it had the nerve to claim, yeah, they were socially distancing. Not at a swingers convention. They were not socially distancing, okay? <laughs> like that's not why they flew down to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> they came to I swing. Know they, I know they didn't swing. Come back right. To to right. They didn't come to New Orleans to socially distance. So, I mean, give me a break. So, no, they did not. It, and it, they were, it was multiple people with multiple people. Okay. I got, <laughs> I got inboxes on some inside dirt over there. <laughs> And, it's so nauseating. And so one person I heard said, um, oh, they all got it honest. He's like, this is <laughs> Just, maybe some people are just like you know what maybe they really think like hey i'm not gonna see 2021 so let me just live it up or maybe it's on their bucket list like maybe that's the case for some people i don't know i really feel like i'm gonna survive you know <laughs> i really feel like i'm surviving and i really yeah. want to i want to i want to go into the new year not only intact but refreshed you know i've been right. taking a lot of vitamins and eating healthy and yeah. you know just uh doing a lot of nature and stuff like that so I'm, you know i'm going into a definitely going into the new year a different person than the last right if i feel like whoever doesn't go into 2021 a new person they're probably a sociopath and they just have no feeling <laughs> they're like the tin man they don't have a heart because like <laughs> if you can't go through anything this year i don't understand our culture is sociopathic if you look at how we're supposed to how violence is supposed to be normalized and um, yeah. but we're all, we all call ourselves good people, but we promote some of the most um, low vibrational um, actions with our music yeah. and our art and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I'm just like, you know, you listen to some of this um, music and you're like, is that really what they went through or what they were going through or that they had to go through that? Or is that what mm -hmm. they want to put out there and brainwash the, um, the masses into believing? But I can True. go on all day about that. True. <laughs> Now I know something else we discussed was I said I know you said you speaking of twerking you mentioned a video with Barney was even trying to oh, yeah. you know soil the oh, children gosh. you know um, it was the and, and I'm gonna send it to you so that you see it you might even want to include a clip on it but it um, they were at a child's birthday party and mm -hmm. like it, you know they have the action figures show up Barney came and he's you know like now I like mm -hmm. a lot of some of the, the action figures when they do the little dances with the kids it's new it's an engaging and it's really cute but this one was doing some very very suggestion twerk tutorials with the kids and I'm just like it brings back that conversation that people are like twerking is part of our culture we should get used to it this is what it is but I'm just like some people do it in a very vulgar and rude manner, and I'm just not sure right. that we should be teaching our kids that. I don't think yeah. that that's how it was supposed to be. Right. I just don't. And if you talk about frequency and vibrations, if you look at the frequency that a lot of that music is 
um, recorded at, it is low vibrational. You go up, the frequency is, you know, you go up to frequency, you're not going to be able to twerk to that. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, um <laughs> I just I just don't understand like what is going on I really think everyone is traumatized maybe and they're not thinking it, it's mass it's mass P PTSD oh yeah definitely I've been it, like um that's actually another reason why I quarantine even more so now because I feel like the people that are out in society right now aren't realized how affected by the, the events of this year that they are and a lot of yeah. people are, are, are a hair trigger away from doing very dangerous things Oh yeah, they're unhinged, definitely. You got a lot of people who are struggling for money, um, mm -hmm. who have watched loved ones die, mm -hmm. um, who are who have lost their jobs and stuff like that. And right. you know, all they need is a reason. Right. I agree. That's why like a lot of times when I see like a lot of news stories with something crazy that happened, I'm so like numb to it because yeah. I'm like, they probably snapped, you know. I mean, I'm not excusing it, but this is a terrible time mentally. Well, you know, um, it is not even snapping. A lot of people are preying on the mm. society as well. Like you have all these carjackings and robberies and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, they're not snapping. They're actually, they're going out there to hunt and, you know, get money and stuff like that. And um, yeah. it's just becoming harder and harder for the police to manage that. And once that, you know, and they're taken advantage of. So these are yeah. definitely times where I would feel like, hey, you should be on guard more and things like that, but we're still out there twerking on tables. And, you know, I just, I'm not saying don't have a good time, but I am saying mm -hmm. that we have too much good times all the time. And yeah. um, right now might not be the time. Right, I feel you. So something else you and I discussed was, and this is a huge segue, but okay. <laughs> Iyama fixed my life. A lot of us are trying to fix our lives. So I know this is her last season and this is oh, no disrespect to her, but you know, okay. I'm not mourning that at all. I'm okay. not actually, I'm actually not a fan of that whole situation, um, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> she just had an infamous episode with Lisa Ray and she had a family on there, you yeah. know, and just from the clip alone, I was like, damn, this is so negative. I, I don't know. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, here's my problem with it. And the only reason I wanted to talk about it is for this reason is because mm -hmm. it was Lisa Ray had her mom on there and her daughter. Yeah. And I really wanted to kind of give it a chance to be like, hey, you know what? Some people really go through that trauma and stuff like that. But yeah. when I looked at it, I was like, you know, their problems, uh, you know, like her dad was, you know, very, very well off. He was like a millionaire mm -hmm. or whatever like that. But the mom said that, you know, he brought her, she's, you know, he, she was young when they got together, she was picking cotton. At first I thought, you know, she was like, because Iyana was like, well, why'd you go with him? She was like, I was picking cotton. I thought she was just, you know, um, saying it like a, a phrase. Yeah, she was serious. Yeah. She was from <laughs> Mississippi picking cotton. Like, wow. Like what? You know, and then she was just like, you know, she said something like she didn't say she couldn't read, but she didn't have an education or anything like that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, that's, you know, that's, Harford, of course, in Mississippi, sorry, yeah. you know, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can get over that, and I'm just kind of listening to the, the rest of their problems, I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm headstrong, and, and sometimes when I come in, you know, I feel like she doesn't respect me, and she doesn't respect me, and I'm just like, these aren't real problems, yeah, the dad yeah. was killed early, so they had to, you know, but, you know, they didn't struggle for money or anything like that, and I just feel like um, what you said with that Iyanla thing, and a lot of, you know, people either come on there with problems that are too big for her, or they oh, don't yeah. have problems at all. 
Right. And the right. whole thing with Lisa Ray and them, I was just like, they just had light skin problems. They're just, you know, light skinned girls who needed a little bit more compliments or something like that. But they weren't like mm-hmm. those struggle problems that a lot of, you know, black people go through in life. You know, that whole, right. oh, my dad was a millionaire, but, you know, my mom was jealous of our relationship. It did mm-hmm. make me think about this when, when um, women say, hey, don't marry a mama's boy. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just like you know, guys will be close with their moms, but it's th- that daddy girl stuff is what's weird to me because he, yeah. you know, you're in here acting like you're your dad's second wife or his mm-hmm. other woman instead of right. his daughter, and I'm like, right. it really do be like that. You don't know if they screwing or not because I've come mm-hmm. across a lot, especially white girls. You get them mm-hmm. drunk and you don't want to hear about how oh my dad this, my uncle this, and my yeah, uncle this. Mm-hmm. you know, so. Right. I look at it weird like that. Right. I, feel you. I saw clips, but like I said, I don't really relate to watching her show. Like I'll watch watch it here and there. I, I did watch the episode a while ago with um what's that comedian's name? Lunell. But I, I agree okay. with you. I just feel like and I've obviously watched this show, but at some point I was at the point where I'm like, is she really fixing anyone's life? But now from hearing what you just said, sometimes yeah. That some of the problems is way too big anyway. Like, what's the purpose of you going on this show? I think yeah. that's that's just the feeling I get now. Like, why do people go on it? And then a lot of times, the little suggestions she gives, they don't want to do it anyway. So it's like, <laughs> what's the point of this? Like, you just sitting there watching something toxic and tragic for an yeah. hour. Yeah, it just I for can't. me, it just feels like an exploitation of pain. Yes. And really not be and like, and I just kind of look at all of the all of the things that black entertainment and black society black celebrities do for you know entertainment and popularity of what we're right. supposed to call great, great and stuff like that and i'm like i'm not doing that shit i'm not bringing my right. mom on to talk about right. my dad. i don't care how hell no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not i wish one of my relatives would say let's go on the like okay they do want to watch me storm off <laughs> that's the only thing that's gonna happen <laughs> i'm not doing this y'all Right. And, you know, but one part I, I want you to watch it just, and, and, and this will happen within like the first couple of minutes because mm-hmm. Ayanda goes and changes into her like voodoo priestess out. See, I heard about it. That's the thing. I feel like I watched it because I heard about it all. Like she came back wearing her little yeah. thing, and it's like, she, what? I mean, because I watched she, reviews on it, but I just I didn't want to watch it. I was like, I don't think because the clip alone where like the mom and the mom had like this real heavy. Like her, like her lip weighed a ton. Like your daddy was a hoe, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do this. The mom, was, the mom was carrying around a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of nothing. Because like you always mm-hmm. say, why did you stay, honey? She was like, for the money. Right. Well, then shut up, you know. Right. Um, she, he, he was a hoe, and you was a gold digger. But mm-hmm. um, that scene where she went, she was like, I had to go and change, so y'all know that y'all are dealing with. Iyanla, the the priestess, not oh Iyanla, the not Iyanla, the, the glamour and stuff like that. You right. need to see me as the priestess. I like her. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand what's the point of any of it. You know, <laughs> see, Iyanla, honestly, I, I would say, and I remember back in the days, like I said, I'm big on Oprah when she would first get on there and yada yada yada. When she starts calling people gutter snipes and stuff, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't think this fixing nobody. <laughs> Are you going to insult people? Like, I don't know about it. So I just, I don't really relate to I, any of it anymore. Well, and know, I feel I, like what you said is exploiting pain and trauma, pain. honestly. So, 
we never going to see any of our favorite white celebrities on anything like that. You're not going to you know, see Tom Hanks on Iyanla Fix My Life you know, trying you to know fix chat. I'll tell you this. They, they do that celebrity rehab, and that's just as exploited because they don't have mm-hmm. no intentions of quitting whatever they say they can't <laughs> in there. That is true. That is true. I do remember celebrity rehab and stuff like that. It's, just, it's cringy to watch. Like, even it just is. watching the trailer, it's just similar to this episode. Like, the trailer enough for me was like, this is so cringy and you uncomfortable. Know whose trailer disturbed me because I'll get into their trailers too. Uh, Black China's trailers disturbed me for some reason. That was disturbing, yeah. and it's an it's like and you know the thing. I'm kind of like over the whole toxic mother thing. You know, yeah, you notice like, everyone has like the same thing. Like the mama's toxic, and you know, yeah. let's drag for the mother for an hour. It's like, and then the mama <laughs> has pain that she never got taken care of because. It's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then we got to offer to like, I guess you're right. I guess we should have. And then they come to this family realization epiphany moment. I'm tired of it, right. especially when they do it on Love and Hip Hop because it's always right. really, really shallow. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> right and then the thing too with like the things like yell and stuff like that you'll wait for like the summary at the end when she does the voiceover yeah and six weeks from this taping none of them <laughs> talked again you know stuff like that are oh, it's just, like okay they probably never talked again after they came to see you you are destroying lives you know right, like it got worse because some stuff came out that they just said on national television now they really not speaking so <laughs> yeah it's, which one was it tamar braxton when you not her show that was terrible (laughs) that was horrible okay i mean i'm you know and that could be a whole different episode like what is it about reality television where it's like you start just doing too much for the cameras and it's like are you it's scary i I I don't get it it comes a point where you're you know because what i don't like about the black celebrity is that they'll, they'll try to pretend like Oh, I just this is this just happened to me because I'm so talented and you know I hate that the blogs talk about me. I'm just like you were paying the blogs last year, you yeah, know you were paying the right. blogs last year. And if they if they stop putting you in movies this year, you're gonna be doing OnlyFans. You're gonna be begging for a reality show. Like you're addicted to being that attention. Like you're not gonna go do nothing else. You're not gonna go and get like a job. And you know you don't even have to get like that classic 30 35 dollars you can get a trade you know yeah you can make a right. lot of money doing a lot of things so you you have that need for attention that special need like Jan- janet jackson says and which is nothing wrong with it we all some of us have it and that's why we do the things that we do but you want to make sure that it's not getting control of you right it's just weird how like now people are centering their careers on being a yeah. reality star like yeah. it's strange I- yeah, it's, it, you know, and I'm a t- with blogging, that really kind of affected me because when blogging first started, it was more so about like, you know, you know, like it might kind of be like Spin Magazine or Vibe Magazine where you'll just talk yeah. about like the music or, you know, or you'll how it affected you. And there's a lot of editorialism and stuff like that. But now it's just right. driven by, you know, oh, I was on a reality show. We had a fight and now, you know, I'm a big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, right. you know, how, how do you... And, and those are the people who we look up to and be like, oh, her story. And I'm like, what's her story? You know? Right. You know, the thing <laughs> that I always find weird is like, even now, like I, you know, like I said, I started watching the House of the Potomac and whenever I watch little reviews and they'll refer to somebody's life as a storyline. 
And I'm like, I can't imagine like something going on in my life being referred to as a storyline. Like it's just so weird and bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That whole, oh, she don't have a storyline. And, yeah. and uh, oh, you're not relevant and this and that. And I'm just like, you know, well, what is relevance? You know, are right. you relevant? Cause you're on, um, you know, everybody's relevant. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't like that whole term now. Like black people have spent their whole, um, a whole summer saying black lives matters and only to tell you that you're not relevant. So, right, right. I, you know, I don't like that at all, but that is what they say. Oh, she's not relevant and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, you were on a, rela- a reality show because, you know, it's like you married somebody rich and he wants you to, he needs you to have a project. So you're not always sitting around in his business all day. Right. Uh, even with the Housewives of, what is it, Salt Lake City, which I watched like one episode and there's the woman who's married to her step-grandfather. And I'm like, wow, like this and is a Molo for Bravo. And her, and her mom hates her for it. Yes. I'm like. <laughs> she inherited the kingdom. Yes. I want to know who at, who at Bravo's <laughs> headquarters casted this show. Like who thought like, okay, let's put this on television. <laughs> a good idea right like this is sick it's really it's every time I look at it whenever they show her I'm like oh my god like I can't even imagine and it's already a cringy subject when she talked about that first night together like she was like oh when we first got married you know I was on my period thank god and I'm like like I don't, I don't want to hear about you smashing pops. Like I, I don't want to know any details regarding but, this. But you know, I mean, you think about it. Um, Morgan Freeman got with his um, step the step granddaughter. Yeah, the same thing. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what is going? On? See, and that's and that's why God pulled down the Rona to punish yeah. us for playing. I'm sorry, I don't want to fit anybody, but I'm just saying, like this is too much. <laughs> It's a lot, but I knew it was going to be a lot because I'm like, Salt Lake City is a Mormon city. And Mormons are, um, well, they're very unique. Right. And that's the funny thing, because when I, and I don't really watch, like, I I mean, obviously I would watch the Atlanta Housewives, but with the Salt Lake, I was like, you know, I'll just tune in, I'm bored. And I was just saying sarcastically to myself, oh, where the Mormons at? Like when it first came on. And then when each wife started introducing themselves, I was like, oh, so they, they got Mormons on this for real. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, you know, I'm like, okay, the whole storyline is centered around all these Mormons and this strange situation with her being married to her grandfather. I'm like, I just, mm-mm. it's too much. <laughs> you know what I, I said, you know what? This is too much. This it is, is. Like, this is like, you know, because somebody's sitting there watching it, and their kid is sitting there too. And I just yeah. feel like it's, it's, we we just really put a lot out there for our kids at all times. Like they're being right. overstimulated. Um, right. But that's going to be another topic for another day as well. We got we. I hope you've been writing down these topics we have for another day. Trust me, every time I do on-the-go segments, it literally is like something else that comes in my mind. Okay, this is another episode. So we definitely have to do this again because we could talk all night about this, literally. But (laughs) before we wrap this up, and like I said, everyone who watches, if they're not following you, they should be. So I'm just going to assume most people know who you are, but just for the few people that don't let's entertain them and give them all your contact information and how they can find you no problem look i am the vitamin q social uh, commentator from new orleans you can find me at at the vitamin q on instagram um at the vitamin q 504 on twitter and also on tiktok and um facebook the vitamin q 
I'm always on there. And um, of course, my website, www.dividedmeq.com. Thank you so much. Like I said, this was super fun and I'm so happy we linked up. I'm so happy oh, to cues. This is a great <laughs> Friday. You know what I should have, I, I, I should have had a glass of wine for this. But you just read my mind. That'll be the next one. We'll have That'll a glass of wine. One. We'll have we'll a glass we'll of wine. We'll move it to like six and I'll already have like my wine and cheese. And, yes. um, and then after um, quarantine, we'll have a wine and cheese and it, everything will be great. Watch. Yes. So our next <laughs> segment, we will do the cocktail hour. The, yeah. the cocktail yeah. hour with the kids. <laughs> well, thank you again. And look, like I said, we you are going to make it to 2021. Yeah, yeah. We, you've yeah. been quarantining. I definitely, <laughs> I just recently started leaving my house with something as simple as groceries. So I think we're going to make it to 2021. <laughs> I'm thinking on it. And um and I'm so glad to um I'm so glad for our first um podcast. So that was really, really fun. And um I can't wait to the next one. Me either. And everyone that's listening, watching, make sure you guys go love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys and be safe. Thank you for listening to the Q Chat Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Queen's Arrogance LLC. Our company website is www.goqueen.com.